Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast, branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. I don't know how it's possible. Somehow it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. (laughs) No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, Just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. (laughs) Public service announcement. Um, The flannel I'm wearing right now is, is... I've got two buttons down, as per what I hear is the correct way to wear flannel. <clears throat> do I do? I, is my zipper too high on this? I got a thing about quarter zips. It's kind of weird. It I'll is. I'll be honest with you. It's like I have p- two pick a these. direction, like be be a zip, be a don't, be a pullover, whatever. Like, why be a quarter zip? I yeah, no, I agree, I agree, but I I, I tend to go in the middle. Yeah. I mean, because like. What's up, Vlad? <laughs> How many Honda Civics do you have with the coils cut? You know, <laughs> I just I never know where to put it, so I just put it in the middle. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, whatever. If if my wife didn't buy me clothes, I'd wear the same shit every day. I don't buy clothes. I. I'm pretty much done buying clothes right now because I went on a search for a very long time for proper flannels. I found them and I bought like a dozen. Yeah, see, I I, I don't uh, don't have like a, I don't know. 
My wife buys my clothes. I've officially gotten to the point right now where like I found the jeans I like, I found the flannels I like, I found the underwear and the socks. And I stocked up on them. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't plan on buying clothes for at least three years. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Well, I've, I fell in love with these pants. I've got like eight pairs of these same pants. Mm-hmm. I freaking love them. Nice. I don't know. That's just what I do. <laughs> I, I've, I, I wear two pants. I have these lined, yeah. fleece lined pants from Costco. Yeah. Which are fantastic. They're like, yeah. like they look like uh, Carhartt pants. Like yeah, the, the duck twill. I had a pair of the, the Carhartts with the flannel line. Mm-hmm. I don't know where where they went. They lost. I I don't know how you lose a pair. Of, you, like you lose a sock. Your wife threw away. <laughs> Guaranteed. I, this is before I've, I I've, 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 I've they lost fit so many things that are like I'm guaranteed. I don't want to ask questions about them because I don't want to hear the answer. <laughs> um, but the other pair of pants I wear is uh, from Five Eleven. Um, whether you are tactical or not. As far Tactical as pants. how their pants fit and the price and the fact that they have, they're supposed to be, they have magazine pockets. <laughs> but if you're a dad, the, two extra pockets on pants. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Sign me up. Love them. All right. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Let's get this episode started. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler from America's News Podcast. Coming yeah, at you from Spokane, yeah, Washington. Yeah. We love you. Bye we should pre-record products. this. We don't have to do this every time. I can't, no, because I feel like some of our best <sighs> shit comes out during the intro. All right, just get it done. Tyler Reviews. reviews go. Keep the reviews coming in. Five-star reviews. Tyler. Let's talk about other things. Sweet. Okay, so... <laughs> We, you've, I, heard, you've heard the intro in many you, enough times. You, this yeah. is American Season <laughs> Podcast. Figure it out. Reviews, yeah, whatever. Okay, so I know I have seen this many times on, especially like Instagram, um, probably YouTube too, of some jack wagon, um, like telling you like the best diesel engine or like the best diesel truck or whatever. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna solve this whole debate with the engine today because if you actually think about it there's only one answer to this question of the best diesel engine that has been produced to this day and just so you know me and tyler are in like 100 percent agreement on here 100 percent guy ford Ford guy duramax just don't even get in the chat right now okay (laughs) we agree on the answer 100 yes and that answer is the 5.9 common rail Hands down. It's the best diesel engine that has ever been made. I agree. To this day. Yeah. As as far as in a light duty truck. Yes. 
And all you heavy duty guys out there are probably like, oh, this, that. Okay. We're not talking about you. The thing is, though, even if you're a heavy duty guy, I guarantee you, and again, like I am not a heavy duty guy, nor is Tyler. There is a larger displacement, bigger engine, similar to a 5.9 common rail for you guys. But as far as like pickup truck platforms, the 5.9 common rail, 03 to 07 engine is the best diesel engine in in a pickup produced ever. Flat out, hands down. Yeah. And I'm a diehard 7.3 guy. And we're going to explain. Yeah. So there is a lot of... We, and again, like what Tyler said, we see these people like, this is the best engine. This is the best engine. This is the worst. This is the worst. This is the worst. The part that I can't figure out is why there's even a fucking debate. Like, have they never... Like, there shouldn't even... The answer should always be 5.9 Comarail. Yes. Um. Again, Cummins guy. The 5.9 Comarail out of every diesel engine has the least amount of issues. It is the simplest as far as design, and it is the simplest to work on if you have to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turbocharger, the turbo, it's got a a, a non-VGT turbo. A journal-bearing whole set turbo. Set, a whole set journal-bearing turbo that, that can last hundreds of thousands of miles solenoid type injectors common rail mm-hmm. cp3 okay mm-hmm. um it's uh you know not fucking overhead cam or anything like that it's it's the the bottom end is extremely strong overbuilt stock bottom end four digits okay yeah and this is not and we're not talking about like building shit tons of power let's just talk about the best engine yeah, um, heads, great. There's a plenty of room to improve on as far as airflow with them, but even in factory form, you can make a massive amount of power with them. Let's just, small tangent right here. Yeah. You try and think of a different engine that you can triple the stock horsepower rating with the factory bottom end and the factory head. Yeah. Fucking fight me. Yeah. Fight me, seriously. Yeah. Like, and it is extremely simple to work on. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't. I don't. I don't want to discredit people that like diagnose Cummins trucks because there is obviously there's certain things that take a educated mind to be able to 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 decipher. But in general, working on that engine is extremely simple. It's very straightforward. It really is. <laughs> it's like how good are you at working at a like an overhead valve four cylinder Honda engine. Yeah. It's like, it's that simple. It's just it's straight with two more cylinders. That. Yeah. I mean, it's simpler than that. You don't have a timing belt. Okay. These are, it's geared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a gear driven oil pump. You've got everything lines up with freaking dots. There's no killer <laughs> there's dowel no, pin. There's no, there's no dowel pin that's going to wipe you out. It is overall the one most reliable to best diesel engine ever made yeah okay now let's go back to previous uh, to the to its competitors mm-hmm. okay so since we're talking we can leave it open to any years it doesn't matter okay let's go into the power stroke yeah, let's just talk about any of those other engines that people tout as and i know that the legendary gets attached to the 7.3 yeah okay and i'm not saying that because i'm a 7.3 guy but let's talk about any of those other engines that people tout as like this, this has got to be like yeah. a So bank. let's go to the 7.3. Yeah. Because that's your, okay. Again, 7.3 is a great engine. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 
you've got the high pressure oil pump system that mm-hmm. adds a layer of complication to your injection system that Cummins have proved that you don't need. No, you don't. <laughs> and Ford has realized you don't need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they've changed. Um, so you you've you we've got that going on. We've got mm-hmm. we've got heads that don't flow hardly any air. <laughs> no. I mean <laughs> And, and for those of you wondering, Sorry. if you talk to any 7.3 guy that actually knows what he's talking about, you can you can put the biggest turbo you want. Yeah. You can put headers on this thing. Yes, they do make headers for 7.3s. The restriction is still the head. Yeah. Period. You've got powdered metal rods in a lot of 7.3s. Yeah, basically, the yeah, 01 to 03 Super Duties basically have powdered metal rods. That limits your, your potential as far as uh-huh. building. Um, you've got... An IDM, for instance, that is 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 controlling. You just got a lot You've of, got a lot of systems. Many systems. Yes. That 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 Cummins doesn't have. Cummins no. has an ECM and a wiring harness. Yeah, and a tip them. I've said it before, and I'll say <laughs> like, it again. If you if you cut your teeth on seven threes or six O's, yeah, and you go to any other engine platform, you're like, wow, this is easy. Yeah. Imagine, imagine. Learning on a seven three, going up to a six zero, and then going to a five nine common rail. You're like, this is it. Yeah. You serious? Where's the other high pressure system? Yeah. This is the Doesn't one I got to worry about. Yeah. Is it? Well, well, but what do I? So I don't need five thousand O rings. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. Speaking of six O's, uh, unless there's something else you want to add to the seven three, as far as well, long story short, seven three. It's just the systems. There's too many systems. There's too many systems and. When it comes down to power, you've got 7.3 liters. You're and making 125 horsepower. They made more than that. <laughs> but from the factory at its latest, most high power form, it was what a, a 250, a yeah. 225 horse engine at the crank. Yeah. Common with, Rail started out 305, went to 325. That's pretty respectable. But it also it, it out torqued a 7.3 in stock form in yeah. line six. That's yeah. just the way it is. Six in a um, row, baby. Six in a row, ready to tow. Eight in a V. Yeah. You sit down to B. <laughs> Speaking of another eight in a Vs, again, six O liter. We've got a variable geometry turbo. Mm-hmm. Complication. We've got an EGR system. Complication. We've got head issues or head bolt issues. Yeah. Complication. <laughs> Oil cooler. Or- <laughs> uh, coolant is the lifeblood of the vehicle. And also... Uh, oil coolers fail pretty often, and when they get clogged up, the coolant doesn't do its job, which therefore the oil doesn't do its job. And guess what? Those are Huey injectors, which means oil is everything. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, you can trace all of the 6.0 problems down to the oil cooler. Something has to happen to the oil cooler, start fucking things up, and everything goes downhill. Okay. 6.4. Ticking time bomb. We've talked about that. <laughs> Six four low 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 RPM, high boost numbers. Factory compounds. The first fifteen thousand miles are probably you know bonerific. If you can get there, okay. If okay. you can get there. See, here, but, here's the thing: you get factory compounds, piezo injectors. Like they're on the right path, right? This yeah, is like on the right path. This is you know. But then you got EGR and DPF. We're not saying we're in, we're not anti emission at all. Okay, we're just talking about just face value. Yep. Issues with we're the just engine. going through all the engines here that and and in comparison to the issues that the five nine Cummins has, the the five nine Cummins issues are few and far between, mm-hmm. and it's usually a 
you know, a very specific something that is yeah. happening. So it's 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 not a universal problem that all these engines have. So six four, yeah, lifespan on them fifteen thousand miles, whatever. They crack pistons, they're shit. And if you if you think <laughs> about like the like when other people talk about, oh, I mean, it, I had a six four, it lasted a long, long time. I'm gonna guess that you have a diary of all of the maintenance <laughs> done on the truck because you did it yeah. on time or early and you didn't and this, drive it like an asshole and this is the other side this is the what i call the maybe the neglect factor the work yeah. truck factor you can l- neglect the living shit out of a five nine common rail <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm talking like fifteen thousand mile oil change intervals <laughs> yeah. like, like don't even change the fuck coolant forgot to change the coolant or the the fuel filter oops yeah <laughs> like, like just like you can literally <laughs> neglect the living shit out of that truck yeah and still get back on schedule by doing some good maintenance on it for a couple of intervals and be fine if you even talk to someone two states away about a coolant change and your six four happens to hear about it on <laughs> yeah, tiktok through the grapevine it'll just spontaneously <laughs> blow a piston in your driveway yeah okay like they, they are so sensitive and yes they, they do stock for stock yes they make more power but you reliability have to, reliability goes way down you have to yeah. it, it's it's a princess compared to like negligence like yeah you, you cannot neglect a six four. Yeah. You thought six O's were temperamental. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a crazy person that mm-hmm. like you uh, if you forget to give them their meds they'll just break down. Yeah, and it's not like a twenty four hour cycle. It's like th- this. Yeah. This, <laughs> they got to gummy this pill for yeah. it to, like, yeah. every day for it to work, or yeah. else they go yeah. off the rock. Yeah. Okay. And then some of you sitting back will be like, "Whoa, what about the six seven power stroke? That's been a fantastic platform. Love the engine. Love the engine. It's a great engine. However." They had their issues too. They had turbo issues until what? Fourteen. Eleven to fourteen. Ceramic ball bearings. Yeah, fourteen. Also, the early six sevens had head issues mm-hmm. where they had uh, like valves dropping on them. Lots of yeah, valves and valve seats dropping. Yeah. So there's the issues there. Also, just the uh, the complication factor. Yeah. And, and you look at and, a six seven power stroke and then a five yeah, nine pop, pop the hood on your on your six. Tell me which yeah. one you feel more comfortable tearing into, just for anything. Yeah, just change injector to your injector. Yeah, injector. I gotta change an injector. Good luck even finding your valve cover. <laughs> uh, but okay, yes, Ford has fixed a lot of the issues that they had on the earlier six sevens. However, I do not believe it's been around long enough to to even come to the same um, level as the five nine Cummins as far as reliability. It's getting there. It's close. I, I'd say it's damn near close, if not there already. Because th- if you think about how many 03 to 07 5 9 common rules were produced compared to 2011 to current 6 7s that were produced, I'm saying 14. 11 to 14? Or, or, or let's say 15 to current. 15 to current? I'd say there, there's, there's more 15 to current 6 7 power strokes on the road now. Than, yeah. than were produced but for the, the 03 to 07 common rules. But at the same time, you can still pick up. Mm-hmm. A five nine Cummins that's still ready to go, like in you know, in, yeah. in, 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 with with two hundred thousand miles on it. Well, let's put it this way: um, let's take emissions out of the equation. Let's pretend six sevens never came with emissions. Okay. Yeah. I've got like a little bit of money burning a hole in my pocket. I almost bought a five nine Commodore with two ninety on it. If someone were, and again, emissions are not an issue. I'm not saying it's been deleted. I'm saying just emissions didn't exist. Yeah. Okay, it was not a factor. 
if someone were to be like, I've got 290 to 67 power stroke, I'd be like, I don't really want it. Yeah. Uh, but but 290 on a 5.9 Comrail? Yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're well, not going to find that reputation the, either way. Well, look at the look at the cost it, it, it takes to, let's say, rebuild a 5.9 Cummins over a 6.7 power stroke. Yeah. I mean, you could rebuild. I've done it. You could rebuild a 5.9 Cummins for like 1300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's rebuild kit or whatever whatever the rebuild kit cost is now. I don't know what it is now, but whatever the rebuild kit is. And if you're somewhat engine savvy, mm-hmm. like know how things go together, you can rebuild that engine in your garage. Yeah. Um, a 6.7 Power Stroke, I would be a little sketched out rebuilding one. <laughs> yeah. I've never done one. I'm sure I could probably figure it out, but it's going to be, there's going to be complications during that process yeah, I guarantee I've, I've never done either but if you were like gun to your head right now yeah. like i kill your family you get no instructions which one do you want to build oh <laughs> if, I, if, if i had a if i had a good block <laughs> um in all the parts i could at the end of the night i could have a five nine cummins running mm-hmm. if i just went all night and then also again goes to the negligence factor yeah. You can have a 5.9 Comrail so far out of spec and it actually still runs and makes power. Yeah. Whereas with a 6.7 Power Stroke and some other engines as well, you get one little thing off, and yeah. it's just, you're fucked. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. So that moves on to GM. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll start with LB7. Yeah. We're not going to talk about 6.2s and 6.5s. No. It's not the, even in the, the same the category. Yeah. <laughs> LB7s, injector issues. Uh, they had issues with their injector lines, contaminants going into the injectors, mm-hmm. where where manufacturers won't even warranty their injectors unless they you can show proof that you replace the lines. Yeah, like that was a problem. Hundred um, percent. Fixed vein turbo, that's good. Common injection, that's good. CP three, yeah, that's, that's good. good. No lift pump, what the fuck are you thinking? But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's that, and that is a that is a very the amount of money it costs to do injectors. Uh, and lines is the same amount it costs to do a rebuild kit in a 5.9 Cummins and rebuild the entire engine. That would include machine work and some power parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I'm, LB7 injectors? Oh, they're not cheap. It's like 3,500 bucks yeah, with lines. A, 100%. Like proper? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You could rebuild a 5.9 Cummins and put power parts on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> get, okay. Get it punched out. Like, everything's good. <laughs> that moves to an LLY. Yeah. We got EGR. Yeah. How many PCMs <laughs> you got? How many PCMs you got? <laughs> they didn't necessarily have the same injector issues. No. Um, still have a CP3, which is good. No lift pump. Fuck. No lift pump. Still, what the fuck? <laughs> Just keep in mind, that was the same all the way to 2016. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm not saying GM, like, you should have put one on there, because I, I feel like they're smart enough to figure out you should have put one on there, but, like, they just... I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. But LLY, you got a horsepower limit. Yeah. 650 horsepower, almost on the nose every single time. I would say probably 600 horsepower. It's, it, it, you're getting close. I, I mean, was always, yeah, that's, I was that's the 600, 600, your butt. 600 is crank. And that's yeah. for, that's for, uh, is that LB7 as well? Because I thought that was basically all the way through no. LMLs. Or is um, it just a 1 to 10? Well, I, I think it's more prevalent on the LOIs and up. I 
I'd have to double check. Because I know if you want to make power, you got to do an alternate fire cam because the firing order puts too much stress on the crank and you can break the fucking crank. Mm -hmm. Don't have that with a 5.9. It's not there. (laughs) It's not. And it's not even a 600 horsepower limit. It's like you got to get in the four digits to really start having like... You you got... If you're going to build a Cummins up into close to the four digits, I would hope that you would have... Your your can you do it? Yes. Are you kind of living on borrowed time? Yes, because I I think that's with any engine. If you're going mm-hmm. to build an engine for 800 horsepower, a, a Cummins or 900 horsepower or a thousand horsepower, you want to make sure that shit's stout. Yeah. Um, not saying that the bottom end couldn't take it. It probably could, but if you're gonna like use this truck every weekend pulling, you're gonna want to build it. Well, and like- that's a, it Here's the thing, though. Are you going to, like, shatter rods? Are you going to break a crank? No, no. You need, like, a girdle. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. But well, and here's the other thing, too. Okay? Like, if you have a 5.9 Comrail and you have a dyno coming up and you just want to fuck your friend in the face. Yeah. And you turn it up to, like, a 1,000 on everything and you start touching that, you know, 7, 8, 9. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You did it. Yeah. And then you dial it back to your daily driver 5. 550 whatever you're still fine here's the thing with 7.3 power stroke you feel like you want to fuck your friend in the face getting to four digits you might as well just actually fuck him in the face yeah you're like <laughs> you're crawling up there and all of a sudden it's like five literally connecting rod <laughs> yeah. boom like, boom yeah. block boom just like, drop just... drawer and just face you know i that's the only way you're going to actually do that but again <laughs> it's um, going to be a glizzard <laughs> yes so <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from the LOI, <laughs> we've got LBZ, same bottom end issues. Yes. Got to do alternate fire cam. We still have VGT turbo. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that adds problems. We've got EGR. Okay. Cummins, they didn't do EGR. They didn't do any of that shit. Yeah. They're like, here's the engine. They literally waited to the very last minute. They, like, they did. <laughs> they did, which I thank them for that because they Truly. made a very, they made a, a very, um, desirable group year group of trucks they really did like when you think about it it on purpose (laughs) 03 to 07 0360 egr yeah lly egr like 0607 trucks are like one of the most popular 0607 59s are like the 59 they're probably one of the most desirable 59s now people that are that build high horsepower trucks they'll say uh, you know, well, actually, you know, these, the you, earlier trucks You pretty are, much heard that 305 horse for the spraying on the pistons. Exactly. Yeah. So they're there, but, but at the same time, it's within the, it's within the time frame of the 03 to 0759, which mm-hmm. is basically God unchanged. Yes. Okay. LMM. Emissions. Emissions. And, and, and listen, I'll 600. even, at the, at, after we're done with the Duramax, we'll go through six, seven Cummins because they, they have their problems too. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what makes the five, nine so good. Uh, but yeah, so we've got emissions, we've got VGT turbo, still have bottom end issues. Mm-hmm. Got to do an alternate fire cam if we're going to make some power. Yep. Okay. Go up to LML. Well, and longevity still, no Le- lift pump. Yeah. Moving up to LML. They have the smart idea of going to a CP4. <laughs> Fucking geniuses. Yeah. Still a lift pump. <laughs> still still lift pump. Still lift pump. Again, VGT, VGT turbo. Um, issues there injector issues not typically on lmls no. um, they're pretty stout when it comes to that but you have the, again the cp4 that can 
literally wipe out your entire fuel system. And again, with the uh, on a lot of these too, like I want to reiterate the, the negligence factor. Yeah. yeah the, yes. Yes. The only engine that you can neglect more than a five nine common rail is a P pump twelve valve. A P pump, a VE, or even a six nine. Um. Probably six nine forty. You probably neglect a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, six two, six five. You can neglect those, but those aren't even in the same realm as far as power. No, like they're not. They shouldn't even be in the same category. Um, moving on from LML, L five P, got away from CP four, but they still have the what is it? The they call it the high pressure fuel pump. Yeah, HP four, HP four, whatever like the hell. We did a whole episode on that because we saw yeah. that we thought they were CP fours and they're not. They're not. <laughs> simplicity reasons like again just like a six seven power stroke pop the hood on that try to find me a valve cover (laughs) like working working on that it's just it's it's the complication factor goes up tenfold Mm -hmm. and that goes to current duramaxes today okay six seven cummins great platform Mm -hmm. it's got all the good stuff except for the fact they put probably the worst turbo ever made ever the worst vgt turbo probably ever made on that on that truck it really makes you think because garrett was making a vnt vgt style turbo which was much more reliable 2003 yeah which is much more reliable that vein design is much more reliable and then commerce is like hey we're late to the party but we're doing something totally different no well they stuck with the whole set i mean they they did did. i mean that and that's uh, I mean that 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 turbocharger has a slew of issues from the fact that the actuator is literally sitting on the exhaust housing of the turbo, which generates an insane amount of heat, uh, to the fact that the sliding cone design loves to get gummed up with soot and stop working. Um, it is relatively undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have overspeeding issues. You have overspeeding issues. It's, it's the same, like as far as like the airflow. It's basically the same size that you found on the 5.9. Yeah. They just put on the 6.7. And also, keep this in mind, reliability factor. The 6.7, it's the same fucking block, just bigger holes. Yeah. That's it. They took material away. Yeah. And that went up all the way till 2019 or 2018. In 19, they decided to put a CP4 in. Terrible idea. For two years. Luckily, they only did it for two (laughs) years, got their head out of their ass, and put a CP3 back on the truck. So 2021 and newer. I can't believe we, did we totally forget about the CP4s and the power strokes? We did. We didn't even bring it up. They, you ever heard the term disaster prevention kit? Yeah. That was coined because of the CP4s was, yes. on the 6 7 power strokes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. If you have. We were talking about their other issues. Yeah. <laughs> if you have an item on your truck that's called disaster prevention oh, no, kit. If you, if you have to buy something for your truck, that is disaster prevention. <sighs> bad day and that also goes against uh the the killer dial pin on 12 valve that, yes, you can almost yeah. think of that as like a disaster prevention kit for a 12 valve yes yeah yeah 100 um 2021 to current cummins um turbo there was some turbo changes um honestly they're too new to no overall reliability i mean mm-hmm. i i have one it's been great i haven't had any issues my exhaust brake works awesome um it we will see mm-hmm. we will see what happens but overall the 5.9 cummins is the engine that has the least amount of issues the most reliable hands down fight me 
I'll fuck you up. <laughs> now let's talk about the other factors here. How many people like there's a reason that a people come and swap stuff. Yeah. But B the the goal for most is to it's either a P pump or a common rail. Yeah. And to in my opinion, folks that either swap a P pump twelve valve into a truck, either it's 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 literally 50-50. There's no 49 and 1%. Half of them are like, I want a 12-valve. Like, I want this I, truck mechanical. I want a 12-valve. Yeah. I think it comes at difficulty level as well. That The other half yeah. is the, well, I would really like a common rail, but I feel like I'm just not going to be able to do it because there's too many electronics on there. So I'm going P-pump. P-pump yeah. camp. Rah, 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 rah. But the thing is, like, yes, I get you know P-pumps. Yeah, P-pump, 12 valves, or mechanical 12 valves, V-pump, P-pump. Like, yes, it takes literally one wire to run them. It's a mechanical yeah. engine. Once you get started, you have to tell it to stop. It's either going to run out of fuel or you shut it down. Yeah. That's it. I get that. And that's that's very attractive to a lot of people. But when you look at the... like, Well, there would be an argument that be had that the uh, 12 valve P-pump is the best engine ever made. Um, yeah, I agree. Just because you're... I don't know what is easier to 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 work. They're both relatively easy to work on. One is electronically controlled, and one is mechanically controlled, but they're both very simple. I so have an it, that's I have a an hard. Answer. That would be that that would be a debate. That that could be a debate. Here, here's my answer for that. Okay. Okay. There's some there's some prequels that have to go into this, but I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Okay. And this is again coming from a 7.3 guy. Yeah. I'm used to having to learn two systems and always account for two systems, fuel and oil, to make a truck run or make yep. an engine run. A P pump is another small engine. It is. It is. It's a cam driven, mm -hmm. you know, device. Is it another inline six? It's another inline <laughs> six. Yeah. So as far as complication goes, I personally think a 5.9 common rail, like, let's say, like, no start issues and it comes down to electrical, okay, on a 5.9 on a common rail. You okay. get your test light out or whatever. You get, okay, you, but you it know. could be, it could be, it could be, you know, uh, FCA, it could be injectors, it could be injector wiring harness, it could be ECM, uh, it could be a lift pump, it could, it could be a multitude of things, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas with, like, a 12 valve, it could be an overflow valve. Mm-hmm. Um, they have mechanical lift pumps that are a mechanical lift pump that like this, like the same lift pump, like 350 Chevy's had for like decades. Mm -hmm. Um, or you have the only electrical part of that is the fuel shutoff valve. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as like simplicity wise, I mean, unless it's a highly neglected, like engine that has been sitting forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and hasn't ran. Um, I kind of think a 12 valve would be easier because it, it can only come down to really a couple of things. I, I almost, I'm on the other side here. Like there, it is cheaper unless the pump is bad. A set of injectors on a 12 valve you can get into for like, yeah, like a third of the 600 cost. bucks. Yeah. Um, that's a night like dynamites. You can get a set of dynamites for like six or 700 bucks. Yeah. That's like the best in the industry. And that's, and you're done. So my side of that is 
as far as the system goes, I see the system as a whole. And yeah, you've got an FCA. That's part of telling the pump what to do. You get a rail pressure sensor. That's part of the computer seeing what fuel pressure is and whatnot. Right. Like, and I get that. But like, if it came down to actually having to start tearing things apart and replacing things, to me, a P pump is a lot more intimidating as far as like inner workings. I, I th- okay, intimidation factor. I could get that. I could get that because well, you, you got also, you know, you've got you know delivery valves. You've got governor springs. You've got you've got in, you know. It's a whole other. It, it's a whole other engine that is on. But a at the same system. time, if we're talking about a, like a well taken care of twelve valve and a well taken care of five nine mm-hmm. common rail, um. I personally think that 12 out would be a little bit easier. Uh, okay. Well taken care of, maintenance the same. Yes. A 12 valve, but that uh, that, that kind of goes with the whole neglect factor as well. Like the, right. the well taken care of 12 valve. I, I think, okay, let, I'll solve this right now. Here's the thing though. 215 horsepower pump. Yeah, that's, uh, well. 305. I don't, that's exactly what I was going to say. This solves <laughs> it right now. Yeah. Is horsepower level. Yeah. The amount, the, the, the added complications of the electronics negate the, easiness of the lower horsepower engine for almost a hundred more horsepower. horsepower. Yeah. It is still a, even though it's electronic, it is still an extremely simple engine. Yes. Uh, to work on. And so, in my opinion, electronics also extremely simple. They are. Yeah. No, there's 100%. no glow plug harnesses. Yeah. No, there's, there's like, none of that. I again, mean, coming from seven three, I'm used to just a nest of wires everywhere. Yeah. And then I look at a six or a five and I'm like, huh, I can literally wait. I can yeah, see like where almost each like the goes. worst thing that could happen huh. with a five nine is like you have injectors that are returning too much fuel, which I get calls on. I would say almost daily, I get a phone call at that stupid blog I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm doing this, this. I'm like, well, did you check the injector return rate? No. Well, check it. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, almost every single phone call, I could literally answer it. Injector return rate. What is it? Yeah. Uh, and that's what it is um so yeah it's it's a by far the the simplest easiest most powerful platform of an engine and i know you know again we're just talking engine obviously the 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 truck situation everything surrounding it is you know to be <laughs> to be improved but but it, overall engine is it's the 59 Cummins it is yeah. i mean there's 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 there should be no there should be no debate even there shouldn't we got a four guy here that's like literally yes 59 Cummins hands down if you're if you're a, if you're someone who's just getting into diesel and want a diesel truck i highly recommend something in the five nine line (laughs) even a vp44 truck i mean they uh, they yes they have their issues with that but you can get into them pretty cheap and it's it's going to come down to a lift pump or an injection pump and that's basically it um which is a kind of a it's just a common thing that happens with those and price wise they're like your a vp44 is cheaper than than a p pump and it's about the same price as a cp3 but here's the kicker the injectors yeah, half the cost. Cheap. Half the cost of common. They're pop it type injectors. They 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 are based off of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're extremely simple to change out. Um, it's it's a it's a good it's a good engine to cut your teeth on. I guess it is. Yeah, um, I agree. 
So I, I, when I first got in the industry, like I had a really sour taste in my mouth for VP44 trucks. And then as I started learning more, it's like, you know, if you just did what you were supposed to do on these things yeah. and like had proper pressure and know what you have going on, yeah, they work well. They do. It's, it's an electronic I, control I, pump. I had one that was 630 horsepower. Freaking ripped. I Keep mean, mind, I, I 630 up, horsepower at the time where a thousand was like, like unobtainable. Yeah. But I mean, it was, it, it was not unobtainable, obviously, but it to have at that time, this was like, um, early 2010s ish. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was a respectable number to put down on a dyno. Um, it's it, but it's still it. I mean, shit. <laughs> the, the <laughs> I got a hot rod injection pump for it from from. I, I will say I got it from BD back in the day, and mm-hmm. it uh, it it came kind of already effed up. You know, I had to get a new one, and it was an electronic failure. I had how do you even put my tuner on it yet? It would just put it in, and they literally sent it to me like next day. Air. I had it in within like twenty five minutes. I mean, it, it, they're very simple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, it, it's just, it, it, like I said, it's a good one to cut your teeth on if you're new to diesel and kind of get you into, um, which it, the VP44 trucks, it, it, it gets you into like tuning, especially if you're like playing around with like a, um, like a Quadzilla Adrenaline or something, if it has like that on it, which mm-hmm. is, it's a fun, I, I, I will admit it's a fun little tuner to play around with, um, I would definitely do your research on what you're changing, especially with adrenaline. They give you a bunch of um, parameters that you can that you can mess with. Um, you know, I would definitely do a little research on on what you're changing with that. But it's a fun one to. I I've always said from the beginning that the twelve valve Cummins is the best engine. If you want to learn engines and diesel and building power, that is the engine to start with because it's it's all mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets you down and dirty, adding, removing fuel, adjusting timing, doing these these different things to this engine to build power, and it makes you learn what you're doing because it it's not just oh put the tune in and call it a day. Yeah, you actually have to go in there and adjust the timing. You go in there and adjust your AFC. You go in there and adjust all these things um, that makes you learn what not to do because you'll know pretty quickly on what doesn't work. And the best part is, is, is as long as you didn't go too far, you're not going to F anything up. You're not, yeah, everything, you, always it, go back. It, you could always go back. Um, so the, the 12 valve Cummins, I think is a, a fantastic platform to learn on as far as building power. Um, Cause it gets you down to the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, when you start getting a VP 44 stuff, it's, it's a little bit more complicated slightly uh i mean you can get some pre-tuned stuff that's pretty hot off the off the you know right off the freaking shelf but um you know the guys that are making big power with vp trucks which are at this point very very few um they're having highly they, they, they have like there was a guy making um i can't remember the i think it was called a monster pump which is a, like a built vp44 mm-hmm. they're still kind of super unreliable yeah. um they have a chop at the idle they're not a, a really good street, like daily drive type of. Like, let me put it this way: you you can put big enough connecting tubes on a twenty four valve, <clears throat> to where it's you 
not recommend it for street drive. Well, yeah, it'll idle like to, shit. Well, it'll, it'll idle like shit, and it, um, you'll have pump draining issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to have that with mine, where if you get on the throttle real hard and bump off of it, it'll actually basically cause the pump to drain, and you have to sit there and crack your lines loose to introduce that fuel back in, basically take up that giant air pocket you made. Um, it's still fun. You could have a really high horsepower... If you're gonna build a Cummins for high horsepower, either go with a 12 valve or a common rail. Your VP truck is your is your maybe your starter truck. You can play around on, but same with the um, VE pump. Same with VE pump. VE pump somewhat similar to P pump, kind of. You've got Governor Springs. Um, there is some timing you can mess with. Um, it's a simpler version of a P pump. Yeah. If your um, if your goal is 450 or less, daily drivable. VE. VE pump yeah. all day. And you they're get, smooth. They're smooth. You got better better mileage. Yeah. Um it just it, it is yeah, as long as the goal is 450 or less cuz uh, and I legitimately mean that. Like yeah. you, and, you're and, not you're not going to make more than a VE pump. And P pumps, you I mean, the world is yours, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's guys making boatloads of power. Well, cuz again, it's just another engine. Yeah. I mean, they got It's got a cam and springs. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah. I mean, there's guys that do custom cut cams for them. You do um, oversized plungers, larger, you know, delivery valves, um, also all sorts of things. And like I said, that's that's a fun one if you really want to get into like building a diesel truck and building power. That's a fun one to um, to have in your fleet to kind of learn on. Mm-hmm. And then when com- you know, and then common rail, common rail, um, especially when you get to you know oh six oh seven where you can start. Uh, getting into like EFI live stuff. Just so you guys um, are aware, 06, 07 is when the Ram went to a CAN bus system. Yeah. So that means it can run EFI live. Exactly. Um, that just opens up a bunch more doors as far as uh, tuning capabilities go. Not saying, you know, most guys don't tune them themselves, but they'll have, you know, their guy, whether it be PPEI, hardware, whoever. Calibrated. Uh, calibrated. Um, you know, there's plenty of options out there that those guys know what they're doing with those engines. They've, they fucked with them forever, um, and that's you know that that is that is one engine that you know they they are completely competent and able to make a big power with. Um, and, and, and the five nine Comrails, you gotta remember the, the the last one was two thousand seven or two thousand seven. Yeah. Okay, we're now in two thousand twenty three. Yeah, people are still going back to the drawing board. Yeah, and making their products better for mm-hmm. a third gen five nine Comrail, like the yeah well our 007 project it's they're they're still going back and making them better um so yeah hands down the it it should again it in the diesel community and i don't know who these people are that are putting these videos up like some of them most of them i haven't even heard of before um you know anybody who says indifferent to this i think is is being dishonest about uh, uh you know about this shit because it, it i mean here's the thing we sell parts for all trucks <laughs> mm-hmm. all of them so we see a lot of the problems because people call us for problems and they want to fix their problem most of the problems aren't coming from a 5.9 cummins most no. of the people buying parts of the 5.9 cummins are making more power with their 5.9 cummins they're not they're not fixing issues um and again if they are fixing issues it's probably because of neglect and it's probably because of, and, and I know you said they're a pretty neglect, you know, capable engine, like where you can neglect, but there comes a point where that 
you know, can well, and mileage too. Like you get two fifty and stock CP three. Yeah, you're probably gonna need to replace. Oh, no, your injectors are probably shit. I mean, you're probably <laughs> shit. So, but at the same time, you could, you know, from from eighty thousand miles to one hundred and twenty, you could change the oil twice. Yeah, and yeah, not change the coolant and redline that fucker every day. Yeah, and it's probably still gonna run. It's probably still probably start still up gonna start up. Probably still make good. You put a tuner on there, it's probably gonna make more power. Yeah, you know, just the the neglect factor is huge. Whereas you get 10 minutes past an oil change on a 6.4, it's going to shit a piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so I think it's no competition. Again, there's, there's, it's whether you are a Cummins guy or not, you, you cannot deny the reliability factor of that engine and the easeability, which I might have just made that word up, um, of, of, uh, of working on that platform is there's, just, there's nothing else. I just don't understand why there's a debate. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't like, be a debate. Any, anybody, anybody who has a, um, I guess, a platform like us with this kind of stuff, I think would agree. Yeah. With us and 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 yeah, I, like I said, I don't know who these people are putting out these videos. I've seen a couple of them about best diesel engine. We were gonna do a whole video in the voice of the guy from custom offsets yeah <laughs> we forgot <laughs> but they just and, and maybe maybe it's people just being naive or something like that and I, I get you 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 buy a truck you kind of now you're subscribed to a camp you know you don't yeah. want to say anything else is better than that but like i can guarantee you any 7.3 guy that actually knows starts looking past the facade I gotta, yes. pee. I gotta pee. You guys gotta talk about music. All right. <laughs> music break. Small tangent. Corey. Music. We haven't done one of these in a while. We haven't. Um, I'm gonna tell you. I've introduced you to him. That new periphery song. Yes. Oof. Banger. Yeah. yeah. Still need to get you on that sleep token song. I will. Uh, I'm I'm slow when it comes to doing music. Yeah. I'm a lot slower than I used to be. I yeah. it, it gets me out of my comfort zone. Because I'm, I don't know if I'm so worried that I'm going to find something better than. I don't want to replace anybody on my list, basically, and it's hard because when someone comes along, like Bring Me the Horizon, yeah, and those of you that listen to this type of music are probably thinking like Ben, how could you sleep on Bring Me the Horizon? What the fuck's wrong with you? I've been trying to get him into it for a while. Yes, it's probably been close to a year. Uh, before... I I would say probably since I've started here. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I bought two Bring Me the Horizon albums on iTunes, like, mm-hmm. back in the day, just because I liked them. I, but I didn't, I had no scope of how far they went. Yeah. And what I recently did is, on Pandora, I made a station, artist only, of Bring Me the Horizon. And I listened to all of it. Listen to the entire discography on Pandora. How many times? <laughs> so, twice, so far. Literally, yeah. no skips. Yeah. I told myself, no skips. And it's bangers like i i still probably once <laughs> twice a week send you yeah a song and i'm like dude this thing rips yeah and it could be anything it could be something that's got more of an electronic feel it could be something that's like more thrash yep something that's just like more polished yeah. and they, they got it all like and legitimately bring me the horizon has probably knocked off someone from my favorite bands list all right I want you guys to give me a song to listen to that's like, 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 change, like, give me, give me something. 
Oh, and no. I'm gonna download oh, it right shit. now. You're talking to the two wrong people for yeah. that. Give me a, give me something. Oh man. Um. Like genre? Like what are you looking for? Well, you guys are uh, talking about rock, basically, right? Yeah. Okay. What's the fucking? What's the banger? <laughs> God, that's a tough one. We're what do you like, mean? We're like two elitist assholes here right now, trying to like. So well, give me one that I'm gonna like. Be like, okay. My mind is like, instantly I want to go to heavy metal mm-hmm. from Bring Me the Horizon. Mm-hmm. That'd be my answer. I like that one. It's very catchy. Yeah. I like catchy. And I like What's the it fact, called? I, it, the song's called really Heavy Metal. And the best part about it is they made that song as a big fuck you. <laughs> By who? By Bring Me the Horizon. Now this ain't heavy metal. <laughs> I, I'm coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it's that a. It's a my banger. mind is like, what's gonna work in Tyler's brain? Yeah, you know, because my my first instinct is always, yes, that song. Okay, listen to that in your truck, loud on the way home. Okay. Uh, my my first instinct whenever I do that is I I always whenever people are like. Man, what kind of metal you like? I'm always like, here's something from a mirror. Get ready to just not like it. <laughs> I don't want you in my genre. My answer is usually yes. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of metal are you listen to? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. I'll give it a shot and I will report back. Yeah. If you like that, we'll give you the next one. Okay. Third, we we'll give you fir- first three are free. All right. After that, you gotta get you gotta, you gotta join us for a tangent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, back to the engines. Yeah, if if anybody who's actually cut their teeth on uh and and knows about diesel performance or just diesel engines in general, I don't care if you're a seven three guy, a Duramax guy, or anything. If you can't see through the facade and understand that the five nine Comarel is like, it is the best. Yeah, like, and, and don't, again, don't, get I, us, I, don't get us wrong too. Like I'm although, a seven three guy. I love UE yeah. injection. And don't, I love it. We give Duramax guys a lot of shit. Okay, and they for some reason take it, but <laughs> but but I still have respect for Duramax engines. I I, I do. Let, mm-hmm. Let's face it, they've kept six point six liters <laughs> from two thousand and one. Yeah, to current, they haven't upped liters or they haven't done anything. Well, they've done a lot, but they haven't they haven't changed the six point six platform. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like just the leader wise, yeah, which is I think incredible for them to still compete with some of the um, you know newer horsepower levels that are coming out while maintaining six point six liters. Mm-hmm. That's something to you know say. Sit. <laughs> Mo- Mocha <sugar> bullshit. <laughs> but but no, yeah, it's just uh, I I think it's a it's a there's there's no competition. When no, it comes it down really to that. isn't. So, and, and I hope I, this solves the debate of any other anybody else out there putting videos out there about what's good and what's not. Listen, take it from us. We sell again. We sell parts for all of them. We hear the issues. We 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 cater our website towards issues on vehicles mm-hmm. because that gets you guys to come to our website because we have catered our listings towards that towards the problems that people have. And we see all the problems that all these platforms have. Um, 
there's no, there's no, you go to the, you know, 03 to 07 section of our website. There's no fix it, this, fix it, <laughs> that. It's just parts. Yeah. And mostly performance parts. <laughs> and I challenge, I challenge, like, if, if you think you've got a good argument about why another town engine, and I are yeah. wrong right now, what your other yeah. platform is for, again, is for a pickup truck. Fucking fight me. Bring it. Like yeah. I, I, I fully. I open... would be okay with having a live debate with someone on something yeah. like that. If you want to do that, get in my email, Ben at desuppierproducts.com. State your case. State your, or give give, give me a, a teaser of your case or whatnot. And 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 I mean this because if you listen to this podcast for a long time, you know that me and Tyler do joke around a lot about stuff. Yeah, okay? we joke around a lot. That's fine. This is actually one of those things where we're trying to put this issue to bed. We're trying to put this debate to bed. The the five nine Comrail. 03 to 07 is the best pickup truck diesel engine. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Okay. Um, fight me. Yeah. Again, <laughs> if, if, yeah, again if there's is someone out there that thinks they have a better argument than we have for another engine, bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. If you just look at the, the actual facts surrounding the other engines and as far as the problems that they are associated with, there's there's no it's it's almost like you you you'd have to make a pretty damn good argument for us to change our mind yeah not saying our minds couldn't be changed but you're gonna again you're gonna have to make a pretty damn good argument uh to make us change our minds on that because it's just a it's just a freaking awesome platform i can tell you right now if you're thinking you have an argument you're a seven three guy I'm gonna fuck you up. Okay? <laughs> yeah, don't don't bring that shit don't, to him. Don't bring a seven three argument to this. Yeah, because I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not saying friendly fire. If but it's got <laughs> Huey, you're already losing. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like I, I just. Well, I, like, I, oh, I, you could peep. You could peep. You know, you could peep pump a, a six liter or a seven three with a Sigma pump from. <laughs> that costs fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Hypermax. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the it's not stock, baby. That's not stock. No. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you've got comments on this, one of the best places to air your grievances is on our Facebook page, America's Easter Podcast. Make sure you tag the me. Group. Tag Tyler. doesn't exist. That's why it's funny. It's a joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, get in the conversation. Let's, let's get down to the real deal on this. And if you uh, have some credentials and you do actually want to debate this, <coughs> call at your boy, com. See you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.